about the very day MasterCard. For everything else, there's MasterCard. I thought for everything else, there was Jesus. I thought faith pleases God. You know, I heard crap old dollars say years ago about people going out and getting way in debt. They'll say, I get show the show the car they just bought went way in head over heels. Look what the Lord blessed me with. Till six months down the road, they missed all those payments. The Lord blessed you with that bankruptcy? The Lord blessed you? Amen. What am I talking about? There's one thing called emotions. And if you're going to make a major purchase, well, all these bloody trails tonight, I said it wasn't going to do it, but they need it. It does not say for as many as are led by the glitter, by the newness, because everybody else is doing it, and you step out and go into debt too, they all go under, you're going to go under with them. Be as led by the Spirit of God. You need to grow in your faith for financial things, and when you see something you want to buy, big and shiny like that, you ought to spend a few days praying about it. If you're talking about something that's going to seriously hit your pocketbook, you better make sure God's in it before you step out there. And I'll tell you what, the Lord, yeah, well, we, it's just, I'm preaching this one. Well, yeah, family cake, yeah, I'll take cash, we do, but we grew into that. We grew into that. But the thing, thing is, what I'm telling you, he does not say as for as many as are led by what they see. Matter of fact, remember the Garden of Eden? What Eve saw, how good it looked, she went for what she saw, and then they all fell. And that same thing happens in this, in this world we live in. If you're a person gets all excited over natural things and overrides your spirit, you're going to crash. The blessing of the Lord, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes rich, has no sorrow with it. And so you, you need, you need, to discipline yourself, not to be led by emotions, but listen to the inward man on the inside of you. And you'll either know to stop, don't do it, or you know to proceed slowly with caution. I'm thinking about Chuck and Heidi again when I heard them talk about it. I was thinking, yeah, that's why I wrote my notes. You know, because sometimes what I've learned, uh, the Lord's let us do things that were scary, not like the spirit of fear, like you're, no, he said, don't give spirit of fear. But when you're stepping out there and you're making a big step and you get right up to the time to make that decision and you know in your heart and if you're married, you've got a mate that walks with God too and you both know in your heart this is what he wants us to do. Well, you get to a point, that's what it was when we came to California. I mean, man, we, we sold everything, gave everything away and we came to California, went away from everything we'd ever known for all of our lives from way out there. And there was a point we could have still said no. But we knew that we knew that we knew. So we started stepping forward and proceeding with caution and watching what we was doing. Because, you know, when, you start, when you're walking with God, I mean, he can see us. We walk by faith, not by sight. We can't see him. We see with the eye of our faith. We see what his word says. We've got the wisdom of the spirit in our heart, but we still live in an earth suit. And you're stepping out into a place where you don't know what's ahead of you, then you have to know one thing, you want Jesus in front of you, but it's scary. And so when we make decisions, you have to start stepping out there slowly if they're big decisions, if they're life-changing decisions, if they're really things that will alter the course of your whole life, you want to make sure you're not making a mistake. 
that the more you train yourself and the more you obey him in the small things, if you stumble, would you include a little bit of things that don't matter much at all in life? Then you learn off that one if you're smart. And then you start making major decisions. And things start happening. But the thing is, he said, now, now, this is the part I want to get. He did not say premiers are led by what they see and by their emotions. Because Jesus told us how faith works. He said, you see the mountain? You speak to it to help be removed. And so you've got to be able to see there are mountains. And when God tells you he wants you on the other side of that mountain, you've got to be able to talk to it. And there's a difference between faith and presumption. Man, I, I can't go down that story about a presumption I made years ago. It cost me a lot of money because I don't have time for it right now. But the thing is, you've got to make sure you're walking in faith. And it takes by walking with him and being a serious, serious, serious student of the word of God. And so we've got to recognize on the inside the difference between that velvety feeling and those goof-ups on the outside from emotions. I want you to look at 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. I just want to make sure I give you some really good verses that have always carried me. 1 John 5, 7. First John 5, 7. It says, For there are three that bear record or bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. This is why it's so important to be a serious student of the Word. To be a serious student of the Word. Because when you really have yourself saturated the Word of God, your spirit's full, your mind's renewed, then sometimes if you're in iffy land where you're not really quite sure what's going on, then you need to make sure that you know a few scriptures that's in line with what you're filled to do. And not in your head because the devil could twist scriptures. Remember he tried Jesus, he tried to change the word of God with Jesus. Has God really said? Did God really say that? You need to know some things in your heart. That's what I said. I pray in the spirit a lot. I meditate in the Word a lot. And then I know that when God's leading me to do something or I'm thinking something looks good and I'm not quite sure if it's God or not, then all of a sudden I begin to just go over the Scriptures I know and I look at them, wait a minute, I better back off of this. This isn't quite right. Now this isn't lining up with what God says in His Word. He says they bear record. The Word, which is Jesus, the living Word. The Word, the Father, the Holy Spirit agree. And so God is not going to violate his word because you're a special case. I want to say that one more time. You're not special. God's not going to change what he said just to accommodate your circumstances. <clears throat> but, when you're, but when you're walking with him, with the word of God, in your heart, in your understanding, and you're walking with him, and he leads you to do something, then his word through you will change the circumstances. Amen. We're talking about being led by the Spirit of God. And I want to look at one more place. Proverbs 6, 20 through 22. I'm giving you some pretty powerful verses that we don't really teach on a lot, but the things I've learned years and years and years ago. And, you know, for... Whatever, whatever <clears throat> success or victories 
that have come in my life through my, for my family, personally, for the ministry has been because of things I'm teaching tonight. You know, some people can't understand why we're such fanatics about the word. Well, we're fanatically healed. My family's fanatically saved. My family's fanatically delivered. My family fanatically walks in victory. We're not broke, but we've been broke, but we're not broke now. We learned how to do it. And so you know, I think about where we are in history right now, the world and a Christianity and the church that I'm responsible for, that my family's responsible for, we want everybody we can to win in life. And we'd, we'd, rather, we'd rather keep you picked up instead of having to pick you up all the time so you can pick somebody else up. Because if you stay on your feet, you can help somebody else. But if you're knocked down all the time, then we spend all of our time getting you back up. But if you do these things, that's not where you'll be. So Proverbs 6, verse 20 through 22, <clears throat> says, My son, keep thy father's commandment, forsake not the law of thy mother. He's talking about the word of God. Bind them, the word continued upon thine heart, and tie them about thy neck. And to me, I call it three by five cards, screen savers, and all the places we hide our scriptures, look at them. It says, listen to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. When thou goest, if the word shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, if the word shall keep thee. And when thou wakest, the word shall talk with thee. And so for me, those two primary things, I've learned over 42 years, know the inner witness. And then at the same time, all the time, all the time, several times a week, when I'm making decisions, saying things, scriptures have come to my thinking. And they're not out of my head, they're out of my heart. Because Jesus said in John 14, 26, the Holy Ghost brings remembrance everything he said to me. And so when I'm saying things, I wake up in the morning time, the word's talking to me. I go to sleep, I'm thinking about scriptures. During the middle of the day, I start quoting scriptures. And that's what he said. The word of God will lead me. It'll talk with me when I go to sleep, when I wake up. And so that's how I personally have learned to be led by the Spirit of God. I pray the Spirit a lot. I meditate the word a lot. I listen to what's going on in my heart, not my head. And then I line it up with the word of God. And I'll tell you what, I've learned that has saved a lot of heartache. Amen. A lot of financial troubles. It saved a lot of doctor bills and things like that. So anyway, I hope you got something out of that. And just try to listen to what we're saying. And maybe you might, might want to look at those verses yourself again this week. Just look at those verses. They're really real verses because there's no reason that a child of God, no matter what the country they're in or what period of history it should lose, when he says we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us, that greater sin set us than his to the world, nothing's impossible with God, etc., etc. Get those things in your heart and in your mouth. You live by them, and you will always win. And the good news is we're looking at a lot of parents in here and grandparents who show our kids how to do what maybe we didn't do, but they will miss those hard knocks. Amen. Amen. Pastor Dave, I'll let you have it. All right, let's go ahead and stand up together tonight. Amen. Now, that was some fire verses right there, brothers, sisters, man. He's a coffee drinker, I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
All right, praise God. But seriously, wow, some great, great verses right there. Um, let's get our prayer team to come on up, and we're going to close things out here in just a minute. But if you're here and you need prayer for, for anything, uh, we want to agree with you tonight. And if not, let's just take a few minutes here to worship the Lord together right before we close out. All right, let's do that. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will. And I'm not backing down from any giant. I know how this story is. Yes, I know how this story ends. I'm gonna see.
whilst the uh, honoring and reverend of the ministry is still taking place here, but we'll go ahead and close out so you can go get the kids and everything like that. So praise the Lord. Trust everybody was blessed tonight. That was some powerful scriptures and word for us. And man, I just love that. All right. I want to remind you, of course, that uh, those we do have those new coffee mugs in there. I know a lot of people are asking about that. So you can go grab one of those. And uh, and of course, we're going to have an awesome service this weekend. Amen. Come expecting in the name of Jesus. All right. Let's raise our hands tonight. I'm going to pray over you. Then we'll speak our Barstow faith confession. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much uh, for all that you've done tonight. And Lord, I thank you for the word that was brought forth, God. And you said in Isaiah that your word, it never returns unto you void, but it always accomplishes everything that you sent it forth to do. And so, Lord, I know that the seed has been planted and it's going to grow now as we water it. And Lord, we ask that you would use us this week to be the light of the world to Barstow and Fort Irwin and Victorville and anywhere else that we are, God, uh, this week. Use us to share your love and be that light. We know you're coming soon and we're going to be ready. We love you and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, can everybody say amen tonight? Amen. All right. We're going to have my man here. Come on up, hombre. We're going to have little uh, James close us out with our Barstow Faith Confession because nobody does it better. All right. You ready, bud? Let's, Let's rock and roll. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is safe. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Right. This time.